Hello, and welcome to a unique Castilla Corner. A first in Castilla Corner history, because me and Ruben are in person in a park near the Royal Palace. Yes. On a park bench. So Did we never do it before? Never? No. No. Because um, the last time all three of us were here, we hadn't come up with Castilla Corner yet. Ah, that was just before. Yeah, literally about two weeks before. Yes. And I remember, yeah, actually, I remember the the first podcast being recorded on Skype while I was living in Madrid. That was just after. So, uh, yeah, first one. Some, you have to some dogs, some dogs, some people walking around. But I think this is one of the best parks you could find, noise wise. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm sure Keon could have given us some advice, but we didn't get time to ask him. Nah, but uh, um, it's actually been two games since the last re- time we recorded, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, because we didn't record the weekend before. Yeah. So we watched at the Di Stefano um, Cordova. Yes, yeah. Cordova. And um, uh, we've been a few times to the Di Stefano. And uh, what what was the first thing that struck you when you walked in? We were a little bit late, first of all, but yeah it was one the, thing that shocked the crowd, us a little bit the crowd. the crowd was absolutely unbelievable mm. they had the i think i was saying to you at half time that i think i've been to the stefano at least seven or eight times yes. at the very minimum and i've never seen that back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. even on tv i've never seen it open yeah and they had away fans in it they were yeah. selling food they were even selling food <laughs> they yeah, were yeah, selling yeah. food it was, it was, it was un- unprecedented yeah 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 and um the, it was so many fans that I was thinking, what is there a special occasion? Or and they also had the Grada fans, yeah, uh, the ones who are in the, usually making the no, most noise in the Bernabeu. We had been to the, or we had been to the Getafe <laughs> game the day before, or we were supposed to at least. Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking because I was sitting next in the away section next to the other Real Madrid fans, and I was thinking. 6.5 million people live in Madrid or th- something and just how many 15 people who really were singing and yeah and uh, screaming and were enthusiastic but th- this time there was like fantastic crowd um, do you want to tell what happened to you at the Getafe game? <laughs> the Getafe game uh, my tale of woe where do I begin? uh so, so I, I had gotten my ticket through the Norwegian Pena. Yeah. That was before I knew you were coming. Yeah. And I decided to risk it by buying off a reseller. Yeah. Which ultimately, I bought it off StubHub, which Sam has had some success with the last time we were here. But uh, I was caught out because my ticket was bought off a, obviously, socio member of something else. But yeah. had his name on the ticket when they asked for his passport, the mm. guy who I bought the ticket from, who I won't name. Uh, for obvious reasons um, They told me I needed to get the name changed You go through A massive line And online assistance Yeah because when we We arrived You thought Oh wow It's a big line Big for, line of online coming assistance in. But then we started Oh but we're not going Into this gate We're going into A different gate yeah. That was With almost no people And then I, I showed my ticket That was okay And You showed your ticket And they noticed Oh it's not the same name and then you realized, oh, that's why the line is so big. You had to go next to, yeah, to yeah. the... And uh, kind of while I was walking down the line, I was noticing people 
flapping about very similar pieces yeah, of paper yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. I had and I was like this isn't looking good <laughs> and then eventually get to it and they're like we can't change the name and you know we can't change the name on this unless you're related to them and you're obviously not with the name on your yeah, passport yeah. so uh, yeah and I, also uh, I noticed that they actually had written my passport number on the t- ticket as well yeah. so the reason why we're spending some time telling this is that at least I know uh, giving out tickets through the Norwegian Pena a lot of people are curious is it safe to buy through for example StubHub and other sites this is an example of there's a bit of a risk and you didn't pay too much for this ticket like 60 euros yeah I paid the kind of uh, I paid essentially the the market price for it but the problem is is that once I think it's gone, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, you know, it, once you, when you have issues with these resellers, you're not likely to get your money back. Which yeah. I knew, you know, I, I you kind of know the risks when you buy off these places. But um, yeah. it, I think, in comparison to previous years, there's definitely a clampdown on, yeah, spe- and away games especially maybe. And um, this and this one- uh, weekend, this upcoming weekend is a classico, of course. So. If you bought tickets for like four hundred pounds, yeah, or hold, if you're if you're thinking about buying that StubHub ticket for a grand, don't do it. Hold, hold your breath. At <laughs> yeah, least. enter a raffle or something. Yeah, instead. because and plane tickets and hotel and you know that yeah. package is very expensive for for that risk. I don't know if it's your only chance. I don't know, but I uh, thought I would just mention it because I yeah. think a lot of people are curious. For but sure. um, um, so the Castilla game, Cordoba, uh, they were above us in the table. I'm uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm almost certain they were, yeah. I yeah. think they were in the playoff spots um, at the time of playing us. They've had them, I, I've seen them kind of bouncing up and down because they were one of the teams that I looked at a couple of games before and thought, mm, I thought they'd be doing better. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they seemed to pick it up. Um, I remember Sam was saying that they were very big to be in this division. One mm. of the teams that Sam pointed out to be very big in this mm. division. Mm. And uh, um, so, how, how do you think the game, um, the game was in general? The... I mean, I said to you at full time that if you'd given me a point uh, at the end of 90 minutes, I'd have taken it, um, hands down. I think Cordoba are a much more established outfit. And I think we saw with Alcacorn the previous week, which we lost 4-1, mm. how those games against established outfits can go sometimes. Mm. Uh, but saying that, the performance, especially in the second half, one of the best second half performances I've seen out of a Casilla side in a, maybe under Raul yes. in recent memory mm. uh, more than deserving of three points yes I I was present, pleasantly surprised of course it's a home game so we usually do better there but um, it was interesting how when um, we were getting to the final minutes you saw that Cordoba they were actually happy with the points so they were not rushing to yeah. take the goal and it was so, I think Raul only kind of accepted the point with five or six minutes to go when he brought Pablo Ramon on for mm. uh, fuck I can't remember I have it written down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for uh, maybe it was one of the wingers anyways yeah 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 uh, I think it might have been Peter yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, or Ico Bravo or one of the others it was one of the attacking players anyways but I mean even in across the full 90 minutes I think outside of the goal that Cordoba scored which was just incredible a f- yeah what a goal. a freak what of a nature goal. sort of goal yeah that was like can we have a uh, I almost uh, remembered a very similar goal, which I... Uh, Steve McManaman used to score some similar goals. Yeah. Really like, like just in a vo- volley, a straight volley. And, Up uh, and over. But, he, but this volley was from outside the box. And it was a beautiful goal. So 
I was thinking when I watched it, maybe it's not accurate, but typical goal to concede for Castilla. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes it's a bit more of a comedy of errors. Yeah. But uh, yeah, generally, they when we're playing well, particularly, they end up being just freaks of nature. A lot of goals which Castilla concede are like, what happened? You, yeah. you, you think to yourself, well, well, it would be, either a, a cons- uh, you concede a, from an error or... Yeah. yeah, it'd be a game like that where we were playing so well that I would have the joy of witnessing one of the best goals I've seen yeah. at the start. Yeah, 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 because it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really it was. was. It was that good. And um, so that was a little bit out of nothing, but let's not say, Cordoba had a lot of chances as well, but there was a lot of like small chances in this game. And um, who were the standouts for you then? We can maybe talk about the goal. Not a surprise, Arribas with the assist. Yeah, Carlos Dottor with the goal itself and Castilla have started to deliver from set pieces now somehow somehow I think Dottor returning has yeah. definitely played its part yeah. um, he was very he was very enthusiastic to celebrate in front of the crowd as well you could tell that he was yeah. quite pleased to see so many fans out yeah 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 would have been quite different for him as compared to I suppose over his four years at Castilla that's probably the biggest crowd he's seen and mm. yeah, yeah possibly. in a regular league game anyways mm. uh, but yeah I mean he was Certainly, I mean, when you score a goal and you play like Carlos Dottor does on a weekly basis, you're usually going to be one of the better performers yeah, in a team. He's so consistent. Very, very consistent. Uh, I thought the goalkeeper, De Luis, mm. was absolutely fantastic. Mm. And uh, he, we've been talking about Castilla changing the goalkeepers. So, Canizares has played, uh, Mario De Luis has played, and... Um, uh, Ma- Luis Lopez. No, yeah, Lopez, yeah, Lopez has played a little. Yes, so three goalkeepers, but it seems like Raul has maybe. I think De Luis has been the most consistent of the three. Mm. Um, definitely has everything that Raul would want from a goalkeeper and also has that uh, stop shot stopping ability. Mm. Although there's sometimes. Uh, he has the. I think it's in the Ute keepers where they have this thing where they prefer to palm the, go- the ball out oh, yeah. into the middle of nowhere than to catch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which always puts me on edge but yeah. uh, I mean good with his feet yeah and I mean he had that save just be, I, literally a couple of minutes before the Dottor mm. uh, goal which was as good as a goal one on one Cordoba kind of just broke out and you could I mean it's, very, it's so weird to be saying an atmosphere that's definitely yeah. you definitely <laughs> feel the crowd like oh this is 2-0 isn't it yeah, yeah and yeah. then he saves it and it was just it was celebrated like a goal it was a really really good save and ended up I think Outside of scoring ourselves, it got us the point at the very least. Mm. It's funny when you say, I mean, the stadium was almost packed. For those who don't know, you know, Castilla games are only showing half of the half the stadium, stadium of course. And the other side is almost always totally empty. <laughs> yeah. And this time there was just a few people in the middle. So this, it says a lot that this maybe They have the stand that they film yeah. from where yeah. there's nobody there. Yeah, and then they yeah. have the stand where everybody sits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't even know how you get over there. I've never been that far. I've never needed to go that far. And this is where uh, maybe we're rushing a little bit the, we're always talking about oh, the, yeah, of course, yeah. the end. But, but um, when the goal came for Cordoba, I w- you were sitting, um, you were having this, how do you say it, press pass? Yeah, I had one, uh, I had the media passes. Yes, I was sitting with the other, the, the normal ones. <laughs> and everyone, when the goal came, everyone around me jumped up. Yeah. So suddenly I was, oh, there's so many Cordoba fans here. And I actually took some time afterwards to speak to the security guards. And I asked them, why? Because I, I was at the Juvenila game 
against uh, Atletico in the youth league as well. And the same happened. So many Atletico fans. And they didn't have an answer either. But uh, yeah, so um, um, shows that Cordoba is uh, it's not a small team. They, they have fans well, in trouble. Well, they're a very established outfit. Mm. Um, they've been in the second division, I think, for the most part of the last couple of years. Mm. Um, they're one of those teams in our group right now that you would look at and you think... You know, how did you get down here? I think the shining example of that will be when we play Deportivo La Coruña. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> it's, but it's it's make it at the same time it makes following Castilla more fun because you know makes it interesting because yes. we're playing teams that you wouldn't usually get the chance to play because we don't yeah. play in the Spanish Cup. We uh, so you don't have that exposure. I don't know what's left of the Depor team that went down a couple no. of years ago but but if the team goes down super quickly they will also have some players remaining yeah they're the, going to have some leftovers for yeah. sure mm. at the very minimum people that were on the bench when they were playing in La Liga yeah so that would be interesting to see so what were some of the things you noticed in this game from watch, watching live which you wouldn't maybe have seen from watching from the TV do you have something I, I have uh, I have at least one player I, I don't suppose I'm in a, especially over the last two years, I've been in the position where I gotten to see a fair few games live. Mm-hmm. I always notice the shape a bit easier when I watch live. Yeah, yeah. And I always tend to, especially at the Bernabeu where I'm sitting on one of the north, the north or south stands, I always tend to focus in on one defender. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it happened. I was watching um, Marvel. Okay, yeah, playing left back. He's really yeah. a centre back now. He's been playing a lot at left. Yeah, he kind of. I definitely thought he struggled a bit more than the player who was on the opposite end Vinicius Tobias yeah. yeah Tobias has come a long way mm, he's seriously pro- progressing yeah. Yeah. hugely come a long way um, mm. I've been a bit critical uh, towards him but he's just 18 years old so it's easy to forget how young he is yeah and um, I suppose the other thing that really annoyed me was I saw more than a couple of occasions where Peter would break some space and you could just see from especially in the second half you could see from his point of view where the goal was just there yeah. and I was like you know, he's got the ability to shoot from there. Mm, he could definitely mm. score a goal. And he just, he would either pass it off or he would try and do another jinx in. He did everything but shoot. Yeah. And it was very frustrating and a little um, maybe uh, symbolic of what's what he's become as a player mm. now. He's not as electric as he once was. And yeah. certainly suffering from an offensive crisis of confidence for me. You think that is less recent? Yeah. I think um, I've, I've seen him, he's much more committed at, uh, tracking back than he was when he started out which of course is good but it's come for him it's come at a cost of his offensive ability he's just not the sort of kind of he doesn't take the risks that he did when he broke out yeah. two years ago yeah I, I gotta admit I, I expect more from him just uh, because if he is going to be a player stepping into La Liga and becoming a regular there yeah. I mean he should he should make more of a difference at this level it was definitely a feature of a rebass's game uh, over the weekend that he decided to maybe lay it off instead of shooting but the difference is that he's got a kind of vision that Peter doesn't possess yeah um, so at the same time Peter has the pace he has the you know dribbling one on one he should have a lot of skills to, to oh yeah to no 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 and I mean I think personally he definitely has the ability to sh- to finish from if he works on it he'd have the ability to score a lot of goals from cutting inside like that yeah but uh, he doesn't have the um 
he doesn't have, <laughs> I've just I remembered the crowd shouting Castilla is the huevos Castilla is the balls that uh, they said that <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice that uh, the, oh, the singing fans shouting at, at the bunch of teenagers that were playing on the pitch oh, yeah. certainly <laughs> didn't I don't know I didn't know how to feel about it but yeah, yeah and it definitely doesn't have the um, bravery it would probably be the better term for it when I asked about If there are any things you noticed uh, because it was live, I was having one player in mind, Iker Bravo, who I was watching a bit, not only because he's a, such a big talent, but also I could see that he, that guy is, he has a killer mentality. He's mm. such a winner. Uh, he, he, I mean, he expects so much from himself, but also from his teammates. And he works so hard off the ball. He's pressing and he's, he's not a luxury player at all. Even though he came from Leverkusen, he's... Uh, his bio clause is quite big and you know I'm sure maybe if he his form drops I'm sure he's one of the guys who will have extra patience but he was just running and screaming at his teammates and demanding he was it was almost like seeing Raul on his yeah. <laughs> well personality wise also very good um, with his back to, to goal he, there was a lot of passes he yeah. difficult passes he received and uh, dealt well with them And there was especially one occasion when Castilla had to pass the ball out of play to because you know a player was down injured or something, and he did not agree. But while everyone's focus was on the player lying down, yeah, he just shot it into the crowd of uh, Cordoba. <laughs> he just, uh, not, but not lumped like, it into the ball. But, yeah, yeah, but not like violently, but just a high, high, like a what you lump ball. What you yeah, lump it. Uh, I had noticed something similar with uh, Mario Martin after he missed a, a golden opportunity to win the game, and then he was as he was running back, I could see him just bashing his head. Oh yeah, which yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. was actually quite harsh because I thought he did. He took for a player of his stature, he took the court, he took the header quite well. It just drifted oh, yeah, wide, yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah. he was really, really furious with himself for missing mm. it because as soon as he missed it, I was like, you know what, that might be the one. And it was. It was the kind of chance that you were like, if we'd scored that, we would have won it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the big one that we had at the end. Oh, yeah. Um, and he knew it himself when he missed it. Yeah, so it's kind of a... Um, it's it's a, bit, a, bit of a bitter draw, kind of. But it's, as you said, uh, at the start of the game, we probably would have accepted it. A point is good, a yeah. Is and good especially, I, you definitely have to take into account the battering that we took the week before as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, going up against a team of a silver, similar um, stature yeah uh, you probably just want to get the you know <laughs> after losing 4-1 you kind of just want to get back on track whatever however that looks and a solid performance and a point will probably be just what the doctor ordered yeah uh, Pablo Ramon returned after injury um, it's important because we had uh, R- Rafa Marin of course in a center back but also Edgar was playing so we so Uh, Alvaro Carrillo was out so a lot of defensive uh, issues lately but uh, recovering a bit by bit um, one thing that was not so good was yeah. that after after the well what how the game ended was that Castilla got a corner but the the referee just ended the game without letting him, them take the corner and of course everyone was mad running towards uh, the referee they crowded him And we didn't see, but someone got a red card, and we just checked. Uh, it was Dr. 
getting his second red card of the season. So and was it? It was a second yellow that he got. I, I, that's what it said on the app. Yeah. Okay, so it, but, the yellow card wasn't. I thought the because I saw the referee do yellow red, and I thought it was one player got put, oh, one player got sent off. Oh. But uh, oh, you saw. So you saw him giving the. Yellow I saw first. the yellow come out first. Okay. okay. So it does make sense actually. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But I was thinking, oh, he must have said something terrible, and maybe he's out for three games. But at least he will just miss the one. Yeah, I'm surprised Raul didn't come charging over as well. He was very yeah. concerned. He was very reserved on the touchline. You can see he was but, quite but disappointed. He, yeah, but he, uh, Raul, uh, the referee went over to talk to Raul as well uh, during the game. That Raul was screaming too much. <laughs> and that, that was that was an interesting uh, point because, well, <laughs> there's a boy racer. Yeah, <laughs> it was an interesting uh, moment because uh, you can notice how popular Raul is when. Um, the referee stopped the game to speak to Raul and criticize him. The crowd, they were not happy with the the fan favorites. Yeah, it's, being criticized. Um, it is. It's a even from the stands. It's a surreal experience seeing him stand there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. He's it got is. um. He's. It's like a gold dust or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's very surreal. Yeah. Um, um, just before, I think it was just before, uh, Rambrid C, which still are named Internacional. They, I think they they played just before, so their coach Luis Garcia he yes. sat all sat almost next to me. I sat next to his family, and he was there. So should have asked him to come on the Castilla corner, of course. <laughs> Meet um, us in the park. That was, a, that was a missed opportunity coming here to the yeah. palace, sitting There's, in the park. There was space on the bench. Yeah, there is space for one yeah, more. Yeah, there is. So uh, yeah, but. Uh, uh, that was I had. I'm pretty certain I had like an under 12s group of under 12s players because they were all dressed out in the training. Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. just, I can't believe that there's a set of parents out there that buys their kids a full Real Madrid training kit. Because <laughs> I went into the, one of the shops on. Um, were there several? There was, was there was five kids. They were all wearing some oh, sort yeah. of. One of them, two of them had the full out training okay. setup, and the other two had the shirts and the jackets. And I went into a shop, one of the Real Madrid shops, and they were 150. Oh yeah. 105 kind of. Oh yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, prices. So they they haven't bought it for their. Yeah. They didn't look like the kind of well-to-do kids. They looked no. more like players than. Okay. Than that, but uh. Yeah. That was interesting. You're yeah. always bound to see some interesting characters. No sight of Carlo though. Carlo. Ancelotti. No. Yeah, I, I was looking for him. I, I always take a look up to them. Yeah, upper stand to see if there are any famous people. But I didn't see him this time. Could have gone though. It was just a Getafe away game in Madrid, of course. So it, no excuse for Ancelotti to. Absolutely not. Everyone else made it out. Mm. Uh, I don't. I I suppose it does beg the question of is it possible to? I've done it myself a few times where I've gone to a Castilla game in the afternoon and then gone to the Real Madrid game the following evening, and it definitely is a case of cutting it short to a point where I suppose the guys. The singing fans probably wouldn't want to risk it because they've got rules. Ah, yeah, um, but I don't know. I mean, definitely, it was, I think a lot of people could definitely do it if they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, for um, sure. But it was it's nice to see, and certainly, my. I mean, I don't know how much of a influence Real Madrid has on the fixturing to mm. make sure that because I think the lack of an overlap, the fact that they played the day after Getafe. I think they must consider it. And I remember, maybe, I'm not sure if this was last season, but that uh, Real Madrid and Castilla never played the same weekend at home or something. I don't remember. Or was that Atletico? I don't remember. But yeah, um, but yeah now it was a good game. 1-1. Um, so 
now I think Castilla is seventh in the table or something. Uh, so, but it's of course it's tight. Um, so, yeah. What do we think about the the upcoming spell then? Are, are we in a good position? Um, I don't. I'm. We certainly had. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head who we play next, but like on the basis of the last month or so, we've had a lot of hard fixtures. Yeah. A lot of. I mean, does, it's a difficult group in general, it but is. I think we've played some challenging teams and I don't know you would expect that it'll break out into an easier run at some stage but uh, mm. who's to say <laughs> yeah you yeah but it's don't... been it's, it's uh, been looking good I think we've had a, we've had some like better defense yeah for sure and considering like where we were coming from after the first two games we've had some excellent results I think the Alcacon game is probably the only blotch on the on the um, calendar for yeah. us and so far um, in terms of performances against the big teams in my opinion yeah uh, just long may it last long may it rain mm. um, yeah do we have anything else to to um, talk about plug I don't know I don't think so no no it is uh, well we have just a few days left of our Madrid trip this uh, week arrived at Thursday so, didn't we yeah 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 so we've uh, done a, a few things but um It's uh, yeah, not another Castilla game. We we didn't we missed also the Juvenilla game. We were supposed to go to the yeah. Juvenilla. We forgot about it. We forgot about it. Uh, we actually found out that Castilla games you have to get the ticket somehow by through the Peña or as a socio. But it seems like you can just walk in at under 19 games. That's a good uh, thing to know for people if they just happen to be in Madrid. It's uh, you always want to go to as many games. Well, as I mean, possible, it's always no? worse. Um, The what's the train ticket there and to the Val de Bebas and back is 460. Yeah, so I suppose it's worth just if you've never been, it's worth going out and seeing. Yeah, seeing in Nico Pass, and, maybe, and in if the... you time it to a, a to a under 19s game and just try and walk in and see what happens. I always try to, um, I always try to when I when I go to Madrid, I see check okay. Are we yeah, who, Real Madrid? Of course, the first team. Where are they playing? And then Castilla, Junila. But also try to check uh, the women's team. I haven't watched the women's team yet, and I um, also try to watch for the basketball team. They play a lot, a lot of games. So yeah, it was uh, yeah. unfortunate they don't play while we're here now. But uh, that's the fun thing. Yeah, about. I generally do the same thing, and yeah. I like to look at the schedule as well and see if there's any away ground. Well. Madrid-based teams that are playing that mm. I could have a look at. Mm. I went to Vallecas the last time I was here in April. Yes, and yes. that was a, that was an experience. That's a very good <laughs> st- stadium. It was cheap it. as well. Yeah, like 10, 15 euro. I mean, you like you'd bite the hand off someone <laughs> off the any like a Real Madrid ticket for that. So oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I definitely I would agree. It's worked your while. Always worked your while. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but I think uh, I think that's it. No, um, that's it. Hopefully not the last podcast in a park of Madrid, but uh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for that. And uh, I'm planning at least a trip in uh, February, March when we play Atletico. So uh, let's see. But uh, this is all for now, I guess. This is it. Yeah. Absolutely. I might be there in February or March. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows where life takes you? Yeah. So until next time. Hala Madrid. Hala Madrid. <laughs>